you think you know what we're going to talk about. But unfortunately, I fell down a damn rabbit hole and I've not gotten out yet. <laughs> Knife bros. I literally googled Sebastian Stan hands. But just when you least expect it, we changed the game. Well, yeah, because like, usually in astrology, they would partner up air signs with fire signs. All right, you can, you can hoggle. Time travel stories. and At the end of the day, only one thing matters. We decide. Well, we should make it a topic. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, I didn't take German in school. I barely took, I took Spanish and I don't remember any of it. Three Fates Decide podcast. Hey everyone, this is Mary. Welcome back to another episode of Three Fates Decide. I'm with my two co-hosts, Sam and Liz. Say hi, ladies. Hello. Hi-o. Today, we are going to be um, talking about and discussing the Marvel movie, Black Widow. So here, here is going to be in big, bold, flashing red letters. <laughs> <laughs> Spoiler alert, guys. Spoiler alert. There will be spoilers in this episode. If you have not seen Black Widow and you cho- and you wish to not be spoiled and watch the movie, please, please turn off the podcast now. Come back later. Yes. Come- <laughs> well, and Black you might Widow come is back- available. Yeah, come back next week for next week's podcast because this this podcast is pretty much going to be almost all spoilers. Um, But this is a great time to stock up on getting the Disney Plus sub because you can watch it in the comfort of your very of your own home. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Endless plug, (laughs) shameless plug. We are not sponsored by Disney, but (laughs) hey, Disney, we're available. We got you. Marvel. <laughs> hey, we were Yeah. Like we we've talked about your stuff before, man. Yeah, we yeah. I mean, help us out. We pretty much we're we pretty much speak highly of you. Listen, I wouldn't need money is not necessarily a thing. I just want to meet some people. Exactly. Like I'm let not... me just meet some people. I have a list. Same. But, you know. <laughs> Same. I mean, it's not not it's not like we need it's not like we're asking you to throw money our direction i mean that'd be nice too but yeah but that's not the main motivation yeah (laughs) but i'll i'll start with just meeting some people exactly fine (laughs) we just want to meet some people and make some new friends that's all we want to (laughs) do yes that's it (laughs) oh god (laughs) So, you know, we're going to we're going to go through a quick synopsis of the plot. Uh, We'll go through, obviously, our likes, our dislikes. Um, We'll talk about kind of the craziness that has gone on in terms of like the delay of it coming out. And obviously, most of us know about uh, Scarlett Johansson's lawsuit with Disney as a result of this movie. So we'll try and get everything in. uh, In this lovely episode so without further ado yes there is black widow uh just for anyone who wants to know this takes place after captain america's civil war there were some people that thought it was after 
um, Infinity War or something like that. But it's after Captain America in uh, Civil War. So. Yes. so we start out back in the day, 1995. We were all born. Hey, hey. Um, but uh, there's a super soldier, Alexei uh, Shotskov, and a black widow, Melina Bostakov. And they are Russian undercover agents, and they're posing as a family in Ohio and with their quote-unquote daughters, who is Natasha Romanoff and Yelena Belova. They wind up stealing intel from S.H.I.E.L.D. and narrowly escape to Cuba after, you know, a, a nice little chase going on there. They flee to Cuba and they meet their boss, General Drakov. And they separate them. The two girls get taken and put into what we all have learned through the years to the Red Room for training to become assassins. Years later, Alexei is imprisoned. And obviously we know that Natasha is was part of S.H.I.E.L.D. Um, and had we kind of learn through this that she becomes part of shield after an incident in Budapest where she is trying to kill Dracov, but winds up killing his daughter. So after the flashback, we are now right after the uh, battle in, uh, at the airport in civil war. If you recall, uh, Natasha had let Steve and Bucky go and Tony told um, the U.S. Secretary Thaddeus Ross that about or no, I'm sorry, T'Challa told Thaddeus Ross what happened. If you recall, Black Widow flees uh, after talking to Tony. Well, we find out that she goes to a safe house in Norway. Um, that and she gets her supplies from a friend named Rick Mason. So while she's living life in like a little trailer. Uh, poor uh, Yelena um, is kind of battling a rogue former Black Widow and is able to um, come in contact with uh, synthetic gas and it actually neutralizes the Red Room's chemical that makes them like under like a mind control. So once that happens, she's able to get an antidote and she sends the antidote to Natasha, hoping that the Avengers can help free all the other widows. And then she goes into hiding. But Natasha obviously doesn't know what happened, doesn't realize that she has the vials. And, um, that, you know, so she's driving, you know, in Norway and she gets attacked by uh, a person called the Taskmaster. And what's crazy about the Taskmaster is that they can mimic anybody's fight style. So while she's fighting the Taskmaster, it's like she's fighting herself. It's actually really a great scene there on the bridge. Yeah. Well, she, not only was she fighting herself, she was fighting Captain America, too. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yep. Yep. Yeah, it's crazy. It, I I enjoyed that scene. Um, that was, but she that was really, a great scene. Yes, it was. Um, and she realizes that the vials came from Budapest. She goes to that apartment. She finds Yelena. And Yelena reveals that Drakov is actually still alive. 
and that the Red Room is still active. Meanwhile, Natasha has thought that she stopped the Red Room, that Dracoff was dead, that, you know, she thought she saved everybody, and it turns out she was wrong. The two of them get attacked by the Black Widows that are still under the mind control and the Taskmaster, but they're, they manage to get away, and they get a lovely helicopter from Rick, who is Natasha's quote-unquote supplier. The two sisters uh, break out Alexi from prison and they to in order to learn Dracoff's location and basically they find their former quote-unquote mother Melena and who I'm sorry who lives on a farm outside St. Petersburg she I guess has moved instead of being a black widow she's there refining the chemical mind control to that's used on the widow so she's still working for them but she's working just on the chemical Elena alerts Dreykov that Romanoff and Yelena and Alexi are all there and they you know come and take them and attack them or whatever we don't realize obviously at that time but uh Melina and Natasha wind up using um, a disguise. It's it's like a face face mask technology. So it, they switch bodies, quote unquote. So when they take Natasha, they're really taking Melina because she can break out and you know. So it's a whole ploy. But Drakov, when he thinks he's talking to Melina, he realizes that it's actually Natasha, and. He reveals that that taskmaster is actually his daughter, Atonia, and that she suffered severe damage because of the explosion from Natasha and Clint, that big Budapest thing, and that he managed to put technology into her head that made her the perfect soldier, and that's why she's able to mimic the actions of anyone that she sees. So she watches a video of Natasha and, as we mentioned, Captain America, and that's why she can fight like them really cool so we then find out that natasha is unable to actually physically attack Dracoff because he uses a pheromone to that is installed in every widow that will stop them but she learned about that from melina so she breaks her nose that and it severs the nerve to her nasal passage so she no longer has to deal with the pheromone and yeah she takes care of that Meanwhile, Alexi is battling the Taskmaster, and uh, Melina is taking out the engines because this is uh, they're in like a flying ship, and they wind up locking the Taskmaster in a cell. Meanwhile, Yelena, who had been taken but you know was able to escape and everything, goes to aid Natasha by exposing all of the Black Widows to the antidote. So they're able to realize like that they've been under mind control the entire time. Romanoff or Natasha before like she leaves manages to copy the locations of every single widow worldwide from Drakov's computer before it explodes so that they can get antidotes to every single widow so that the Black Widow program will be officially done. She's able to save two antidote vials. She manages to free Taskmaster from the lock cell so that she can escape. She's such a good woman, that Natasha. Her parents managed to escape out of a plane. 
her sister is actually able to kill Drakov um, by taking out his aircraft. So <clears throat> Drakov is gone. Is gone, um, and Romanov is in a free fall. She gives Yelena the parachute, and then she starts fighting the Taskmaster. But they both manage to survive, and after <clears throat> uh, Natasha had given the vial to the Taskmaster, she gives the last vial of the antidote to Yelena and tells her, you know, where the other locations are with the widows so that she can make more antidote and free them. They all say goodbye at the end. And basically at the very end, we see Natasha, the blonde Natasha that we see in Infinity War. She gets a supplied uh, Quinjet and is going to help Steve free the imprisoned Avengers. She had officially freed the, the widow, so now she can go help her Avenger friends with, with Steve. And then in the post credit scene, it's after Natasha died, and Yelena goes to her gravesite, is obviously very upset. And then Valentina Allegra de Fontaine, if you recall, we talked about her in Falcon and the Winter Soldier, she had shown up. She mm-hmm. comes and tells Yelena that it's Clint's fault that Natasha died thus signing Clint as Elena's next target. Yes. And that is the story of Black Widow. There's a lot of, you know, who gets the antidote, who doesn't stuff at the end there. So I I think I got everything right, so I apologize. But yeah, pretty much all the Black Widows got the antidote at the end. Yes. And the Taskmaster is is free. (laughs) And they all survive. Yes. And the bad guy dies. There you go. (laughs) (laughs) pretty much yes yeah (laughs) pretty much it but yeah so uh for me i guess i'll just start i really liked it i thought it was a great movie i was actually i went into it with no expectations obviously i i knew it was you know i didn't i knew it wasn't like a uh you know how she became a even though they did kind of show us but like I wasn't sure really what the timing was. Like I said, I, in the beginning, I think people thought that it was kind of like after Infinity War or, you know, but then I, you know, obviously you figure out very quickly that it's right after Civil War. And I really thought it, you know, kind of sealed that one little piece in, like, where did Natasha go after she ran away from Tony? It's like she ran away from Tony in Civil War and then we don't see her again until Infinity War. So where'd she go? Well, now we know. And we finally learned what happened in Budapest. Yeah. Infamous Budapest. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it was starting to turn into uh, the proverbial uh, noodle incident. (laughs) (laughs) What did you guys think? I liked it. I did. I liked it. Uh, I thought they could have addressed a few things differently. Um, More so the actual training that they had that in the red room. Cause I mean, they, they kind of, they kind of showed it, but they kind of glossed over it. It would have been nice to have seen a little bit more flashback on, on the actual training. And, but I can see why they didn't do it. It, it, it wasn't necessarily an integral part of the story. So, but overall I, I enjoyed the movie. I really did enjoy the movie. I really did enjoy how, uh, Natasha and Yelena were able to 
kind of joke about the um, forced hysterectomy that they that they were given. Yes. I, I mean, yes. It, it, it was. Yelena was hilarious. She had she, she, she yes perfect amount of sass. Yes, like, she had I, a horrific uh, a horrific traumatic experience and actually made it funny, which is very difficult to do. It and is. She, she was uh, Florence uh, did a, an amazing, amazing job. She was uh, uh, my favorite character. Yes. Yes. Very. Yeah. Yeah. No. A lot of a lot of sarcastic dark humor to her. <laughs> mm-hmm. Which I can respect. What do you think, Liz? I mean, I appreciate what I appreciate most about the movie was the fact that um we kind of got like more about Natasha outside of the Avengers. Like we got to see who she was and you know how she ended up the way she ended up and in a way, it provided some sort of, like, I guess, a closure to her story. In a way, I kind of wish that we had gotten this movie earlier than we did. I mean, uh-huh. I mean, I get with the bonus scene at, in, during the uh, credits, like, I get why, uh, you know, it kind of ended up being post-Endgame that we saw this movie, but at the same time... It kind of feels like we should have seen it earlier, you know? Yeah. No, we did. I mean, because they could have added the post credit scenes to the end of really anything. Yeah, basically, yeah. You know, that would still set up what it's setting up. So, yeah. I I agree with, honestly, both of your whole things. Like, like part of me wishes that this was more history, you know? I mean, like, like, like we said, you learn the history of Natasha but like again seeing her in the red room seeing her going through everything what really like watching Budapest seeing her and Clint meet you know, yeah that's, that's give her what that I chance, really think would have like, been good to see yeah like I really kind of wish we got to see that type of thing because every other every, obviously you know you got Thor's a god so you know whatever but we see how Tony became Iron Man you see how Steve became know captain america obviously we know how or we saw how bruce became hulk like you know you see all that like how did she you know become we know the story but it would be nice to have seen it um and then yeah i agree like i kind of wish like this story they would have brought it out after civil war and they could have put it right there in in uh phase three yeah it would have been fine Mm -hmm. Know, maybe or even in between Infinity War and Endgame. I've done that too. So but I thought it was a, a great movie. I thought the cast was perfect. I loved like the the family. So as as I obviously Scarlett Johansson is is Natasha Romanoff. Uh Florence Pooh is am I saying her last name right? I thought it was Pew. Pew? Yeah. I like, Pew from a gun. Pew. Pew. Yelena Belova, amazing. Uh, yes. David Harbour, who, if no one knows who he is, he's from um, Stranger Things. And a lot of is, other movies, too. And a lot of other yeah. things, too, yeah. But um, Stranger Things is one of his 
more recent things, more recent big things yes um that's alexi and then there she is rachel Weiss is melina so i just thought the the four of them like that one scene where they're all talking at the farmhouse and you know a that's where like Helena kind of expresses how much like to her it was real you know like Melina is her mother and Lexi is her father and Natasha is her sister like to her like her childhood like it was real which made your heart really break yeah her like well, if you think about it, she was three when they started that, the whole undercover operation. Three years old. Yeah. She's, yeah, she's six when they go back and she's taken to the Red Room at six. I mean, and Natasha was taken even younger and started training. Yeah. But that, that really, that was the, that was a hard scene for me to watch. Because I am a mom of a toddler and just thinking, I know it's not real, but it just, it, it gets you, gets in your head. You, you, you can't help, but at least I couldn't help, but compare Yelena to my daughter going, she was three when, when they started this deception and she was six when they took her to the red room. My daughter's on five. It's like, holy shit. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, it's uh that that scene, you know, it's both it's a mix of funny and sad. You know, like it's just yeah. So they filmed this back in twenty nineteen. Um I think it was originally it was obviously supposed to come out in twenty twenty. Mm-hmm. And was it July of twenty twenty, I think? May yeah. I think it's May of twenty twenty and then it just kept oh, getting yeah. uh, uh, May 2020 was originally supposed to come out. Obviously, we were in a lovely global pandemic. Which we're still in. Which we're still yeah. in. So then it, it was going to be huh. uh, May 2021. And then it got delayed again. Until July. Until July of 2021. Yep. And yeah. the reason for the lovely lawsuit Disney decided, along with putting it out into the movie theaters, that they were going to also, you know, you paid the money for it, but you'd be able to watch it on Disney+. Plus. Now, the problem with that is that uh, Scarlett Johansson, her, basically the amount of money was only coming from theaters. So they kind of screwed her. Mm-hmm. out of money that she would have been owed if people had gone to the movie theater to see it. But, you know, obviously, like, I, I'm not going to lie, I watched it on Disney+. Plus. My friend, and I didn't even buy it. My friend bought it. We went to her house and I watched it. I oh, did buy God. it on Disney+. Plus. I, I did do that, but... <clears throat> yeah. No, I, I really screwed her over. <laughs> I, I, I got Disney+, Plus and I, yeah, I, I watched the movie that way as well. So, uh, uh, Scarlett's agent from CAA basically made a statement because when the lawsuit first came out, Disney issued a statement basically saying that, you know, she is being a whiny baby and that they did this because of COVID-19. 
and she's complaining oh like you know like really kind of tried to make her look bad and so her agent made a statement against disney saying that being insensitive but you know disney really screwed her over like it's fine if you were gonna allow it to be on disney plus at the same time like then her contract should have been changed to allow that because as a result i think it was like 20 million dollars she was owed or something like that yeah it was like a crazy amount thankfully i mean after a while it was all settled um they moved it to arbitration i mean disney can afford it let's just be honest yeah but you know it you know it what was really sad was people were like oh my god like this is it like really can never work with disney again so like if they ever wanted to like do anything with black widow in terms of like flashbacks or something couldn't like she wouldn't be able to come but i guess everything kind of um worked itself out because it's i remember reading there's like a secret thing going on now with marvel and scarlet about black widow am i making that up i'm not sure there might be a, a something happening yeah i heard there's like something potentially happening because i think in an interview or an article recently she kind of indicated that she looked forward to working with them again and they're cur- there's like currently conversation going on between her and disney but you know mystery <laughs> maybe she's not really dead she survived well that is a, that is a prevailing <laughs> theory her. that is a prevailing theory considering that when steve went back to uh return the soul stone why wouldn't she come back why wouldn't they allow her to come back soul for a soul a soul for a soul it was a soul the soul gem for a soul if he was smart that's what he would have done he would have said you could have it back but i want her back mm-hmm. need to know steve what did you do exactly exactly you know another possibility could be um maybe uh with the multiverse shenanigans that we're starting to get uh in phase four there is always a possibility that uh scarlet as natasha could show up as a alternate version that's true Mm -hmm. that is very true so you know something that we all have to wait and see um let me see i wanted to go through see if there's any fun trivia with this i just know i can't wait to see more of yelena (laughs) and and see how her story arc is going to go because she's hilarious oh absolutely she's funny i heard she's uh well, I mean, like, based off of the fact that, you know, this, the movie ended with her being told um, your next target is uh, a certain uh, archer that we all know. Um, <clears throat> I I would imagine she'll be in Hawkeye, you would think. Yeah, I mean, poss- there's a possibility. Yeah, but- I need to catch up on that. Damn it. We all do. We yeah, all I only, do. I, I only watched the first two episodes. Same! <laughs> <laughs> no, I watched the third. I did watch the third episode. I've watched, I, what is it? We're up to four now? 
Okay. yeah. Or is it five? Might be five. Oh, you want to know one of my favorite parts also? Yes. Part, there's, it's kind of like a series of things. Daniela is making fun of um, <coughs> the pose. Uh, yeah. The superhero pose. Yeah. And then at the end when they're in Dracoff's like floating like ship thing and oh, she jumps right. through from the vent and she lands and she like gets like chills because she just like <laughs> it, like grossed her out. Yeah. That was great. Yeah. That was good. <laughs> Those uh recurring jokes. Yep. Yes, that yep. was great. I loved um, it. And I know at some point, uh, again, that conversation where they were at the farmhouse or whatever, they did mention the Winter Soldier program. So Bucky got talked about a little bit. Yeah. Well, in the co- I know in the comics, Bucky and Natasha had a thing going on. Mm-hmm. And didn't Bucky actually train yes. the Widows? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, Hydra's part of Red Room. Yeah. Which is why, like, I can understand why some comic book readers were almost, like, upset uh, the way, like, Natasha was talking about the Winter Soldier in the movie The Winter Soldier, because, like, you know, she talked about it like he was, like, a mystery, like, she didn't know who he was or, you know, whatever, when in actual reality, she knew exactly who he was. Yeah. And again, I guess, well, see, I, and I guess my question is, is the, the mind controlling, uh, you know, thing did, was it like after Natasha was gone? Like, I, I don't know, like, or did she have it and she just overcame it? Like, how did that work? I don't think they ever explained how Natasha was able to kind of like, no, they sides. did. It, it was because they, of Natasha that they started the uh, mind control. The chemical. Okay. That's right. That's right. That's right. That's right. It was because she. It was because she, she defected. She defected from Hydra slash the Red Room and the the USSR and uh, went to the US and went to Shield. That they started the uh, chemical uh, brainwashing mind control of the uh, of the widows. There you go. It's Natasha's fault. It's all Natasha's fault. But you know what? We love her anyway. Yes, we do. I really wish we could have, like, watched Budapest, though, with her and Clint. I know. That would have been awesome. That bugs me. I know, because they they allude to it, and they kind of talk about it, but they never show what actually really happened. Like, they were hiding in, like, the subway station. You see where they hid and how they were marking the days. And, like, she talked about it a little bit. Yeah, and but like, I mean, obviously you know what the mission was and and all that stuff, but like you don't see like the way Clint and Natasha talked about Budapest was like it was like a blast, you know. So like, yeah. what well, happened? Yeah, well they they also Clint has also said we remember Budapest in very very differently. So I would love to have seen, I would love to see it from both their points of view. Yeah. How they, how each one of them rem- actually remembers it, right? So. Yeah, so I, I agree with you, Liz. I thought that this was a good way to kind of send off the Black Widow, like she is officially gone. 
yeah to speak even though we're waiting to see if maybe not but yeah i mean it is the multiverse of madness we you never know i mean there's, oh, yeah. there's yeah i mean there's just too many possibilities here so it's like it really where it's like anything goes at this point yeah although technically black widow is not gone because technically technically Yelena is a black widow Right. So, and there's a lot more out there. Mm -hmm. So Black Widow is technically not gone. Right. Because, right. Because the end of the movie, it leaves it open. Like, where did all, where did they all go? Like, did they stick together? Did they split up? Did they, did they like form like their own, uh, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, mercenary for hire type of thing? I mean, we don't know. Exactly. So it'll be interesting to see if we would get a Black Widow to show showcasing Yelena as the main widow yeah. with the others with the other widows as well. Especially with um oh god, Valentina in the picture. Yeah. So you wanna know what's funny is like obviously at the end of phase three endgame that was like the the very beginning of, and i know we talked about this before but like the beginning of marvel that story has pretty much concluded like that's over mm-hmm. you know tony's gone steve's gone natasha's gone you know everything's different everything's changed so now we have phase four which is like after two of of marvel where you know we have a new captain america now wanda has kind of gone off the rails yeah, um, she went a little off the deep end. Loki uh, started the multiverse. Well, a version of him started the multiverse. Correct. A variant of him started the multiverse. Yes. Uh, <laughs> uh, Vision is now all white, and yes. um, he has gone somewhere. Yeah, Vision's gone. We don't know where. Um, and he's a different version of himself. Exactly. And we're about to find out soon about Peter. Mm-hmm. Um, we're in the midst of finding out what's going on with Clint and Doctor Strange is coming we're going to see what happens with the Doctor Strange yeah. but it's like it, it's, it's just kind of funny how you know and again we talked about this how it's almost like they're setting up young, the quote unquote young Avengers mm-hmm. type of deal where you know Yelena could be the next quote unquote Black Widow so you have the yeah. next Captain America, you know, could... Yeah, well, Kate in, Bishop in, takes over for Hawkeye, for at least in the comics. comics. Right. You know, so it's well, like, it seems like that's kind of setting up that yeah. aspect. And we obviously we saw Wanda's children, uh, what is it, Speed and mm-hmm. Wizard? Wiccan. Wiccan. Well, at least that'll be their Avenger names. Because they were in the Young Avengers, so I assume we're probably going to see them make a reappearance at some point. Yeah, I mean, the the bonus scene from WandaVision kind of implies that she can hear them, hear them or whatever. Whether that means um, she's hearing them from another reality or it's a version of 
the comic book storyline to a certain degree where it's like uh she thinks she heard them but did she really or right or is she like losing it (laughs) yeah so it's like those are many questions we're gonna have to wait until like i guess the doctor strange movie to get some kind of answer for yeah because i have a feeling they're setting wanda up to be the villain of that movie that they're gonna have to stop her from doing something Oh, or help not. her like, in some way. I don't know. I love Wanda. I don't know. There's we'll one character so far that I think should get his own movie, and it's not going to happen, and I know that, and it's annoying, but, you know, it's Bucky. I want to know what happens with Bucky. Yeah, they never, really, they never really did his, execute, like, his... Uh, no, he was just kind of there. Worried. Yeah, they they talked about it, but they never it, really... It was just there. Like, what happens to him? Yeah. You know, is he still going to fight? Is he done? Is he, you know, apparently made amends in like two seconds. So is he like retiring? Like, you know, go chill with Sam on the dock? Like what? Yeah. But I would like to see his backstory from the time he was captured by Hydra. Mm hmm. Until. That would be a great movie. Yeah. Because, I mean, it took them 20 years to break him. Yeah. 20 years to break the man. He had will. He had a lot of will to survive. and Yeah. <sighs> because well, Natasha said the last looking at years. Right, but that... he was with them for 70. Yep. Exactly. So it took them 20 years to break him. Taking him off and off. In and out of ice. Good lord. Whew. But that anyway. but that would be I think that would be an ama- that would make one hell of a story. Kevin. From the time he fell off the train to um the beginning of Civil War. Yeah. Kevin, you hearing this? Yeah. <laughs> Come on, Mikey. I, I guarantee you, Sebastian will probably jump at the opportunity. I mean, I would hope so. I hope so. I mean, he loves Bucky as much as we do, so. Exactly. I, I don't think he would say no. No. I mean, Bucky made him famous. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, really. Oh, absolutely. He knows it. He said it. Marvel saved his life. So he yeah. he knows where his bread is buttered. Yep. So, Kevin. <laughs> Kevin. <laughs> if you're listening, Kevin Feige, please, we are begging you, and I'm telling you, there's going to be lots of people that would love to see this story happen. Do the back or backstory, the origin story of the actual Winter Soldier. Don't give him a friggin' movie and put him in a fourth of the damn thing and say Not we're done. Even Not even. He was like a knife. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. you can't you can't do that. Yeah. I mean, I know it was a Captain America movie, but you can't just say, oh yeah, he's the winter soldier and he's been he's been the winter soldier for the last 50 years. No. Right. What happened? Like, did he kill JFK? Like, I need to know. I have to know. I, I think he did. he did. Based off of when well. Not that we have to go into all this, but like in Winter Soldier when they were in the bunker or whatever, I think it mentions when they were like 
going through everything. I think it mentioned JFK in there. So I'm pretty sure it did. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So Kevin. Come on, Feige. Take, you can do it. Take care of that. Uh, <laughs> I guarantee anything. you you'll, you'll make millions off of it. Oh yeah. For a secondary character, he has some he has like almost most of like the most fans. Even Loki, like for secondary characters, like it's crazy how many fans they have. Yeah. But I mean, I understand he got his they got a t he got a TV show out of it, but he wasn't the main of that TV show. Cause that to me, the show was about, was, about, was about Sam. And yeah. rightly so. Yeah, absolutely. It was about his struggle to come, you know, does he want to be Captain America and all that. I one hundred percent understood that and I get that. Yeah. I just thought the writing was terrible in regards to Bucky. Like they could have done so much more. And mm-hmm. it was like it, it was very clear that Bucky was an afterthought. Yep. I would like to see him get his own. Although it makes me wonder if he'll be in the next Captain America movie with yeah, I Sam. I haven't announced anything yet, but I mean it's early because they are I don't they haven't even written it yet. So Yeah. Yeah. We just know that there's going to be a Captain America 4 and Sam is going to be Captain America. That's pretty much all we know. Correct. So. Uh, anything else on Black Widow? No, I just hope I I, I just hope I see more of uh, Yelena because she's hilarious. Yes. We love Yelena. We do. I mean, don't get us don't get us all wrong. We we love Natasha too. But Yelena just takes it to a whole new level. That's sad. <laughs> It's the sassafras. I know. It's just, yes, she's just like <laughs> we, we love. We we stand Yelena on this yes, podcast. <laughs> she was great. She was. Yes. <laughs> okay, so before we close out, as usual, uh, we have an email address where you can send us questions, comments. Uh, criticisms on how to improve our show. Um, you can email us at threefatesdecide at gmail.com. It's the title of our podcast, all in one word, and the three is spelt out. And you can also reach us on Instagram at threefatesdecide. The three is spelled out. And feel free to send us DMs. Let us know what you think. We love feedback. Thanks for listening, everyone. Catch us next time. And see what we're going to talk about. Because the three fates decide.